0: 2 Lucha Outsiders Show, available on iTunes, SoundCloud, and anywhere you listen to podcasts. At Lucha Outsiders, everywhere. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Lucha Outsiders Show. Lucha Outsiders
1: Congratulations, you played yourself.
2: Going on? <laughs> I'm Leo. That's Mario.
0: Yeah. Superman, Suplex, not in the building. Not in is the building. the villain Not in the building. Not the podcast the mm-hmm. the the in the Not in Not in the 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 the
2: we have more time. Da-na-na. Let,
0: the, let, the, let the record play. You don't have to talk. Oh. Why do you always have to talk? Just shut up for a second. Sorry. <laughs> all right. What's up? Is not in the building. What's up? First of all, what's up, Leo?
2: What's going on? How's everything?
0: Um, we're 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 alive. We're live. We're, we're here. So qui. All right, so Sammy Suplex is not here. Uh. Hopefully he'll be back next week, mm-hmm. but we do have a third man. Yeah, we do. And the third man is what? Yeah. There you go. Say with you your go. chest. Sorry,
3: it is I. <laughs> <laughs> I was What's waiting. What's going for, on? I was
0: waiting for like your rock impersonation to be like finally. That's what I was actually waiting. For.
3: Finally. <laughs> finally. Little Rock has come back to the Lucha Outsiders. What's up? There you go. What's up, oh, there brother? You go. Yo, crazy
0: let's, times let's, we're living in, my brother. I know, man. I know. So let's uh, let's talk about what's been going on behind the curtain. So I've been trying to get you on the show for the like class.
3: Listen, man. <laughs> Life gets in the way. As you can see, life gets in the way. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I and I am an essential, but I'm on vacation this week. Nice. last day of vacation. I'll be back in the front lines tomorrow. But I'm here now, and mm-hmm. uh, we get to take a break away from the madness for a little bit. Absolutely. Absolutely. Talk a little bit of R-A-S-S-L-I, and that's wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the past. Three
0: weeks that we've been doing the show. I've been
2: doing this gimmick with the rebels. So hold on calls for a second. Mm-hmm. Hashtag it's rebel time. Hey, and if they want to go ahead and sponsor us, uh That would we be
0: great. Just That would be great. All right. So a lot of things has happened this week. So let's start with, I think the most important news that happened this week, and that's the revival. Yeah. They released as a Friday.
1: Uh,
3: let's on, yeah, let's start with Glenn. What's your thoughts on the revival getting released? Um it was long overdue. Um I'm I'm pretty sure most of us saw it coming. And I anticipate if AEW AEW should do the right thing by uh having Arn Anderson as their manager. I mean that's, that's I like agree. A <laughs> that's, dead, a that's a dead giveaway right there. hmm yeah. So I'm I'm happy with the news. We just gotta wait. What ninety days?
0: Well, mm. as uh, it's being reported that there's no ninety day clause. Ryan Sand from Pro Wrestling Chief reported that.
3: Hmm. Okay. Yeah, but you so, you still we'll, but you we'll still, be seeing them sooner than later. Then
2: no, but I think everything's recorded for AEW through the oh, pay per view.
3: Yeah. Oh, of course,
0: of course. Well, so Leo, what, what's your thoughts on on the revival game release? I think or we about,
2: all, well I think we also had come in about a year ago. Uh, but you know. Uh, Vince trying to drag it out and knowing that they're going to be a really big asset to a W just but trying Leo, to hold don't, it you, off.
0: don't you remember the Brad Shepherds of the world reported that the revival signed the new contract. Don't you
2: remember yeah. that? Leo? Oh, I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. I remember that. Yeah. What was it? Was it three years? Uh, 60 million each or something like that. <laughs> but no, and, and again, and, and I saw a little meme today, you know, the, you know, the guy that's like rubbing his hands behind the tree like, the, old, yes, like the, Rego- the brother, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so <laughs> they, they were like AEW waiting for the WWE releases. But, I mean, that's the way to go now, you know, if if you want to keep going, especially with the revival. And remember, with the revival, and like Glenn said, Anderson Anderson's the perfect fit, man. I don't know who else could be, because you need kind of like that manager to bring them into AEW, no? Mario?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, because they're an old school caliber team. Yeah. So I'm gonna I'm they're, gonna throw them. They're thing. a mold of the brainbusters, so it's apropos. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. Uh, very four
0: horsemen esque. Very tully, yeah. and aren't. So as much as I want, it's it's gonna <clears throat> happen. The revival going to AEW. That is going to happen. Yeah. But during the times that we're living in now, it's not gonna happen anytime soon. But when times do get somehow normalized again, mm-hmm. and we start mm-hmm. getting wrestling. I don't necessarily want to see the Revival sign AEW contracts right away. I would like to see them go to the World Tag League in New Japan.
4: Okay. Do the tournament
0: over there for a bit. Also, I wouldn't mind seeing them have a cup of coffee link in Ring of Honor or Impact Wrestling or NWA to just do like one-off with some of just the to boost, there. To, to,
3: to boost the revenue of,
0: of different businesses, right? Like Imagine in Impact Wrestling, them having a quick feud with the North. Or they're going to Ring of Honor and having some feuds with like the Briscoes. Mm. Like, let them have a cup of coffee in some of these other promotions, yeah. and then make a big impact—no pun—in AEW.
2: Our boy uh, Fadmania, straight from the UK, uh, he is saying uh, exactly what you're saying, Mario. I think the revival will do Japan and a few Indies before going to AEW. Uh, there's also that people want to see the revival versus the Young Bucks. Uh, well, that's enough.
0: That's bound to happen. Of course. Yeah. <laughs> Calm um, your tits, people. That's gonna happen.
2: Now, there's also <laughs> there's also another take on this whole revival of AEW. What if instead of him of go, uh, them going with Arn Anderson, what if they join Jake Roberts and the little stable that he's forming there?
3: Mm, he's a little I too mean, dark for the revival.
0: Yeah, mm. I mean, I, would it be necessarily a bad idea? No, but no. I wouldn't want to see that. If if they're not gonna go with Arn, yeah. why don't they put them with Sean Spears and Tully? Start okay. making a new four horsemen. Yeah. Well, I was actually
2: I'm seeing. Su- that I'm surprised
3: too. they haven't connected. Go ahead, Sam. Already. I mean, go ahead, Glenn.
0: And we, and we and no, also just... we... go go ahead. Glenn. Go ahead Glenn. No, go ahead, Glenn. I'm
3: just saying I, I'm surprised they haven't connected already. Uh, Tully and, and Arn. Also, before
0: this coronavirus started happening, and we started like getting like closed shows and wrestling. They started teasing the possibility of Arn and Cody not seeing eye to eye. What if Arn turns on Cody and he joins with Tully? Yeah.
2: Well, that that's a good start right there. Just and, oh, yeah. and and it's funny because the Four Horsemen has has been like in 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 the people's mind from when AEW started. When you started to see all the people joining AEW, uh, even like what I saw, it was like a fantasy book. It was like, what if you have Sean Spears? The revival and Hangman Page build the new Four Horsemen. I can get behind that
0: team. Yeah, I I, I wouldn't mind it. So we'll, we'll see,
2: and and they, and they have savage. time. They have time to build on it. So we'll we'll see what they what they end up doing with that. Um, <clears throat> now with the revival, you're saying that there's no 90 day compete there on there, Mario.
0: That's uh that's what the, the people are reporting. There's no 90 day complete, but let's be honest. Doesn't really matter It's not like they can go wrestle Anywhere Because of the times we're living in Right (laughs) That's it Everybody's like Oh they're gonna go to AEW Slow down down. (laughs) (laughs) Power wrestling fans You guys are always in a fucking rush Calm your tits
3: We ain't shit man As wrestling fans We ain't shit There
0: you go Listen Luckily there's people like us That will call them out
3: I need to make a button a Vince McMahon button. Whenever someone's just like,
0: "Shut up, <laughs> shit, just shut
3: up." Right,
4: See, ho- we
0: we don't have a we don't have a button like that here on this show. I just automatically <laughs> tell Sam or Leo to shut up. Yeah, <laughs> but
2: we also have
1: this <laughs> one. Congratulations, you played that's- yourself.
0: You that. That's a great segue, a- Leo. That is amazing segue. <laughs> of course, because <laughs> it was reported <laughs> yesterday. Uh oh, in the WWE. That somebody tested for coronavirus. So let's hear that one more time, for you. Go ahead.
1: Congratulations. You played yourself. The Miz. Who?
0: <laughs> well, they haven't released the name. As of right now, they have not released the name. A lot of people saying it was The Miz, but they said it was an on-air talent, not a not a competitor, not a wrestler.
3: So Can I ask a question? VMA, what's up? What happened to Roman Reigns? Does he still work for the company?
2: Yeah, he still works.
3: Yeah, he still works for the company. He decided... Yeah, that- now I'm I'm being fac- I'm being facetious because they haven't even bothered to mention his name, at all. Well, all right, so let's backtrack a little bit. Yeah. So he
0: was supposed to face Goldberg at WrestleMania. Right. He decided to pull out because mm-hmm. he's, he's a Survivor. Mm-hmm. Last so. minute. Yeah, rightfully so. Yeah. He decided to say that um you know uh, he pulled out he didn't feel comfortable he wanted to be with his family blah 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 blah. Right. All right. Right. Then Triple H went on ESPN, I believe. After one of the WrestleMania uh, playbacks they did on ESPN, mm-hmm. Triple H went on there saying that they were going to write a story or something of how Roman was going to get removed from the program. That never happened. Michael Cole like acknowledged like Braun Strowman now is going to take on Goldberg for the Universal Championship. And he said that so like it was very nonchalant. I'm like, really? I thought there was going to be a story. That, that was your story.
2: Hey, Michael Cole, go out there and say that he's not going to be here. That was it. <laughs>
0: So,
3: so that I, ended up I, I feel like I feel like I feel like this is a uh, a circus like the way that they're treating their performance
2: what just you know, Roman Reigns or all the performers in the cells
3: just all the performers I'm like yo just shut it all down you're putting these guys at, you're putting these guys and girls at risk
0: I've been saying right.
3: that AEW a, a, what they they have like weeks worth of shows recorded mm-hmm. yep because nobody wants to be Impact's
0: doing the same thing this past week. They started recording, they, I think, for like a day or two. Yeah. <clears throat> they knocked out, I think, anywhere between six to eight weeks worth of programs.
2: But but that's what you got to wow. do because let, let's say everything, in theory, right? Let's say, you know, in four weeks, everything goes back to normal. Then if you don't want to use what you've recorded, then you could just go back to being live. But what I think, right. Glenn, what's going on with the WWE you also have to look into the XFL and everything that happened with that, and I know we'll probably talk about that in a minute. Yo, but
3: The worst luck ever.
2: Yeah, but just looking at the whole thing, McMahon takes that personally. So how are you going to tell me I can't do WrestleMania? You know what? I'm going to do WrestleMania. And you know what? I'm going to do it two nights. Right. And you know what? Since there is no, um, there is no union, there's no workers could stand up to Vince, the only one that stood up, quote, unquote, was Roman Reigns.
0: Well, then he started cutting a promo on ID, kind of trashing people. that started like criticizing him for pulling out of no, WrestleMania. Fuck that shit,
3: which is fine. But did did yeah. he want to pull out before, or they think, they kept him from pulling out until the last? No. They, so the
0: rumor, if you if you read the dirt sheet, the rumor is that the Usos didn't feel comfortable because the Miz, I guess, had like a, a cold or something. Yeah,
4: yeah. They, I heard didn't, about have, that. they,
0: they didn't feel comfortable wrestling. With him, mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. somehow that connected to Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns like, fuck that! I'm just not gonna be here. If yeah. somebody has right. a cold, I'm not trying to, you know, be compromised here. Which I don't blame him. This was the mm-hmm. case. You just
3: recovered, right? You just recovered from fucking cancer. Yeah. So
0: and forget about the cancer part. That should go for anybody. If somebody does not feel comfortable performing. Right? They should have performed. Agreed. Agreed. So I think when Roman went on IG live for what the theory is that WWE wasn't really necessarily cool with what he said on IG live. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now he's not fired. You know, they're just taking a little break, which is fine. But going back to this report that somebody tested for coronavirus, yeah. they deposited for uh, coronavirus. No, it's not the Miz because they're saying on air talent. They didn't say it was a performance. So I think, man, I think cool. it's cool. one of the ladies, man. You think it's one of the ladies? Th- what about I Corey think Graves? Be... He came back on Friday.
2: Exactly. <laughs> what about Corey Graves? What if he was in
0: the back and then you know what I mean? But they're saying that he—they tested positive for Corona, which means that must have happened between the tapings of Raw SmackDown and WrestleMania. Yeah. Corey Graves wasn't there.
2: Okay. So you think it's one
0: of the ladies? Man, I think it's Charlie Caruso. Man, and I love him. <laughs> oh I think man. It's Charlie. I love her, but I think it's Charlie. Yo, she it. She wasn't on wrestling this week. She wasn't there. Right. <sighs> that would suck. I love Charlie. And you know what? It's like, if you read the description, I'm like, what happened? Apparently, after one of the tapings, they went out to go eat with friends. And I'm like, first of all, you got to congratulations for eating out with
1: friends. You. Congratulations. You played yourself.
0: Just
2: go home. Fuck. <laughs> like, like that's yeah. what they're telling everyone: go home, and you're gonna go out to dinner. That's worse than the than the Cowboys partying together, Dak and Zeke, and they're taking yeah. pictures on IG. Hello, you're supposed to be
3: home.
0: So to add another layer. Uh,
3: hold on, what you say? You didn't you see? You say it? Dak, Dak and Zeke, Dallas Cowboys? Yes. Oh, just, that's just more fuel to Stephen A's fire.
0: I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, so, Glenn, to add another layer to this, right? Starting this Monday, this Monday Night Raw, they're going back to live shows. They're not even taping anymore. They're going live, brother. Live, live. like
3: Can I I get one of those? Can I get one of those congratulations?
1: Congratulations. You played yourself.
3: (laughs) I don't think that's the best idea.
1: But apparently the Vince is good shit. We
3: can't make this shit up. Let's do a coronavirus
0: storyline. I love it. Yes! (laughs) Yes. <laughs> all right. Before one more, one last thing. One last thing before we move on to that stuff. That so, is, yeah, I want I want people to understand. Do I appreciate not just WWE but all these companies giving us new products Yes. I'm not saying that I don't appreciate it, but is it the right thing to do? Absolutely not. Because you're jeopardizing the health of all of these no. performers. Yeah. Now,
2: now, don't don't you guys think that if they had a, a kind of like a wrestlers union that they wouldn't be exposed because basically right now they're being exposed by one guy. McMahon says you got to go. You got to go now, you know, like, let's put it this way. Michael Cole has been there for all these tapings, right? I don't know yeah. if you guys caught it, but Michael Cole just got put as a vice president of, uh, of commentators. So he basically got a pay bump. He got a raise. He got a yeah. A it's new like title. Commentating
0: and title. I forgot exactly okay. what the title is.
3: So, Shit, sure, all those damn years of working for the company and you doing this shit during this time? Exactly. Not missing a day? But, but, better fucking pay me.
2: So again, so he got paid. But what, yes. if, what if now you get Roman Reigns, they're going to say, no, we're not going to do anything. He's a cancer survivor, this and that. But then you start to look at his storylines going forward or lack thereof, and he's going to get worse than Triple H heat after the curtain call. That's the way I see it.
0: Well, we got well, we got to kind of wait and see, Leo. Because um, I mean, that's, you know we live I, in a different time now I don't know. where the fan base could be very vocal and be like, yo, you're treating this guy like shit because he decided not to wrestle WrestleMania. But there was no social media
3: for Triple H back then. So.
0: There was no social media True. back then. This is a different time now. The fans will be vocal, very, very vocal.
3: Okay. They'd be like, yeah, he still sucks, but what you're doing is not right.
0: <laughs> Listen, I, I appreciate Roman Reigns not being in front of my TV, but what you guys doing to him is wrong. Right, right,
3: right.
0: All right, let's move on to the XFL. Man,
3: mm-hmm. XFL can't catch a break, bruh.
4: <laughs>
3: and this time around, it was better? It was good. I enjoyed yes. it. I enjoyed it. So I mean, it still needed work, but damn, they didn't need to go out like this. How many? Exactly. How many? Uh,
2: how many games did they play? Three? Two?
0: No, no, no. I think it was like what well, was like well, five weeks maybe.
2: It still sucks though, man. And 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 they were off to uh, an okay start if if
0: you kind of look at it, right? Uh, coronavirus strikes again, bro. Uh, if it wasn't for the coronavirus, we will have another season of the XFL
2: it sucks man now Go so so awesome. so they closed everything down like they out of business or they closed everything down until so they can figure it out to start up again
0: no they said they won't be a season next year they closed damn. shop
3: damn it's another sucks. billion dollars down the drain right <laughs> yo but this one this was disheartening a little bit man cuz F- he lost money last year also right
0: this this yeah. time around the sfl was pretty good like i was into it Fuck it. <laughs> well, at least we could say at least we know that some of these players are going to get picked up by the NFL, like a PJ Walker that signed with the Panthers. You know
2: who was this this mm-hmm. guy? The quarterback Cordell or something? I remember watching him in high school. I forgot who. Well, I what else?
0: PJ Walker from the Houston Rednecks. He got yeah. picked up the the Panthers, and then somebody else from the Houston Rednecks just got picked up by uh by Dallas, I believe. Oh, mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys. Another Dallas Cowboys reference.
4: There you go. <laughs>
2: Uh, XFL to NFL tracking players to sign contracts after they disbanded. They have a couple of them. Uh, yeah, PJ Walker he already signed. So mm-hmm. and 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 at least that's giving new eyes to these guys that you know were either home. Uh, you also sure. have Storm Norton and Cam Phillips. They also got uh they got signed. So that helps. So you got a couple of guys. But so, do you think that maybe in a couple of years McMahon would try to do it again?
0: Mario. I don't know, man. It depends what his health condition is. I mean, it's unfortunate that the SFL closed shop, mm-hmm. but you know, if you follow everything that's going on around the world, a lot of people are losing their jobs. A lot of companies are going, they're filing for bankruptcy because of this corona shit. You know, coronavirus strikes again. Yeah It's unfortunate. Do I feel bad? Absolutely.
2: Uh, what WWE should have done was show old school, old school shows and the old school Roar's War just to bring back fans to those old memories of wrestling. Jessica Hoffman. What up, Jessica? And what up to Jose Gonzalez, Regan's of wrestling. So,
0: I'm not, yeah, I'm not against that. You know, WWE uh-huh. has a WWE network where they have tons and tons and tons of material. They could do specials on Monday nights at yeah. SmackDown and even Wednesday nights at NXT. You don't have to keep on giving us new product, Do I appreciate it. Absolutely. But you're jeopardizing the health of all these competitors.
2: Yeah. Now, do, do we get to talk about the movie-style matches, or are we going to wait for a little bit to talk about <coughs> that? Because I got, I got my thoughts on that.
0: You're, you're being a Sam right now. And you're know, that's why I asked. That's why I <laughs> asked. That's why, that's why you don't ask, and you just let things play out. Okay, just making sure. Not all it. right. Uh. So, Royal Farms in Baltimore. That's the all arena right. that Money in the Bank was going to be held. Baltimore. Money in the Bank is canceled. Well, at least the pay-per-view in Baltimore. Also, the The MGM Grand in Las Mm -hmm. Vegas, they decided also to cancel Double or Nothing. So there will not be a Triple or Nothing this year for AEW. Well, at least not in Vegas.
3: Damn. (laughs) Talk about an uncomfortable withdrawal.
2: Like what? Wouldn't what, what, like Glenn? And and I know I got, I, I, got it.
0: Glenn. I got it. I got it.
2: Glenn.
3: Go I got it. I, I'll see myself out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right back. So I asked this to, uh, to um to Mario last show, but I'm going to ask you, Glenn. Now, do you What's see up? this ever going back to quote unquote normal?
3: Let me tell you something about this. Hand to hand combat, uh, personal training, anything hands on will never be the same again. Okay, some people will get back in the groove, and then there'll be a a, a large percentage of people that are that are going to be reluctant.
2: So you think this and, is going to be on the back of their head, or or, or
3: or or more aware? Okay. I guess the people that are labeled germaphobes and the people mm-hmm. that are weird, carrying the sanitizer all the time, mm-hmm. don't look so weird right now. And you're going to see more. It's going to take a while for for people to, excuse me, it's going to take a while for people to get adjusted. And uh, get back in the groove of things, because this, this if, if this pandemic didn't open your eyes, then mm. I feel bad for you. Once everything comes back to normal,
0: yeah. Oh, okay, you're you're being nice right here, Glenn. <laughs> Go ahead, pandemic, God if Mario. this pandemic didn't didn't hit you and didn't open your eyes, hit him with the <clears throat> button, the what? Oh, that
1: one. Congratulations, you played yourself. Listen,
3: I don't, I don't get listen. I, I don't I don't get upset. I don't get mad anymore. Just let them be with God, and I'm gonna leave it at I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, I like that. You don't like want you don't want to listen. I'm sure there's a <laughs> saying for that. After that, there's a Spanish saying. My my mom used to say a hard head makes a soft ass.
2: I'll make that into a shirt. Uh, oh. <laughs> no, but 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 that's true though. Like, and again, it, it kind of goes back because Mar and I, you know, we've had personal conversations about the stuff that's going on. But you have a lot of stupid people out there. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's your rent ignorant people yeah like
2: again if everybody's telling you and, and I know that people want to be woke and they want to do all that dude it's not the time to be woke just listen to what the hell they're telling you you know what I mean if you get it then you have to follow a protocol
3: let, let me tell you something people are only woke after things happen when yeah. someone else comes out with a theory how yes. come nobody can How come how come nobody hit me with the woke information before things happened? Y'all selfish some of my bitches. You're
4: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. either selfish, uh, y'all either selfish or you're you're brainwashed by somebody else's theory that you didn't even come up with. Of course. Like yeah. to add, to add on I'm, to- and, and I'm an essential. Yeah, yeah. Okay? Mm-hmm. And and I said non-essentials are graduates of YouTube University. Oh, dude, forget it. Forget it. That that,
0: where, cheers? that what pisses me what pisses me off is like Oh my god, the coronavirus is just a cover up with like the 5G and this, this, and that. <laughs> it doesn't matter what you watch on YouTube. It doesn't uh-huh. matter how many conspiracy theories you watch on YouTube. Hypothetically speaking, let's see, let's just say some of these conspiracy theories are true. What do you do by knowing all this? What do you have the power yeah. to stop it? Basically. No, you don't. So who cares? Stop. Yeah. stop. Stop harassing, stop harassing people with your conspiracy theory bullshit, because I don't care! If people are dying, whether it's a conspiracy theory or not, people right. are dying. That's not, it's not gonna change anything, whether it's a 5G conspiracy or the coronavirus, it's not really a thing. Like, dude, people are fucking dying. Who cares? It doesn't matter how many YouTube videos you watch. It doesn't matter how much you go on your fucking Reddit blogs and fucking write Whatever post you want to write, oh, my God, you guys got to stay woke. Oh, look at the...
3: Like, I'm going to want to hear it. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're stuffing their faces with fucking red meat. Yeah. Fast food. High fructose, corn syrup. All this shit that'll give you heart disease, yeah. diabetes. You know what I'm saying? Cancer. But but you said... But, you they, said ain't woke that about, but they ain't woke yeah. about that. Yeah. You know but, what but, I'm saying? But, but, but How come y'all wasn't bitching about microwaves? Bluetooth headphones. My cell phone in my pocket, uh, Wi-Fi, which is the ultimate killer. Yeah. I said this to the- this so people probably go to sleep next to their fucking phones.
0: Everybody. I said the same thing about the microwave this week or whatever. And the response was like, microwave ain't good for you. But we fucking use it and you use it.
2: <laughs> and you stand there in front of it, look at the play go around.
3: Oh, word. <laughs> word. If you stand in front of a microwave and you bitching about 5G, you're a fucking idiot. Play that, uh-huh. play yourself. Play there,
1: you go. there you go. Congratulations. You played yourself.
3: Right. So, speaking of congratulations, let's let's continue. Let's,
0: let's get the ball rolling still. Yes, sir. So, Ronda Rousey has been making the rounds this week. And, man, yes. fans, I'll talk about wrestling fans are like, oh, my God, Ronda Rousey. Listen, if you're one of these people that are affected by Ronda Rousey's word. of yeah, being worked. with the button, please.
1: Yeah. Congratulations, you played yourself. And if we're not being worked,
3: and she is serious about what she's saying, then perhaps she should go back to UFC and fight Amanda Nunez.
0: No, she's not going back. There. Yeah. Nah, she's
3: not going. Yeah. She's not going. Listen, that's my point. That's my point. If, if you if you want to talk about real. Yeah, but Besides, she's having a post UFC uh, crisis right now. now That's do, all it is. You,
0: Ronda Rousey, no. let, let's be clear. Ronda Rousey is trolling Russell That's yeah. what she's doing. She's yeah. her trolling wrestling fans.
3: She should now, come back as but, a heel. Exactly.
0: After, now, could this be an inside work? Absolutely. We don't know. But if you're yeah. really affected by Ronda Rousey's words, are you guys surprised? Are you guys shocked? It's fucking Ronda Rousey. She was doing this shit beforehand. Oh, my God. She's exposed to the business. The business has been exposed. Yeah, what thank you. What are you crying about?
2: Thank you, Iron Sheik uh, and The Harry business
3: call. was... I was just about to say that. <laughs> In the car, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With the line of cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, so many so many uh, moments have exposed the business. The fucking curtain call. Mm-hmm.
2: The steroid thing with Vince and Hogan.
0: Oh boy, <laughs> Re- Re- wrestling
3: fans. Yeah, on the mat,
0: man. You guys are so fucking sensitive about everything. You guys want to bitch and complain, mm-hmm. and it's kind of you know. To be honest with you, it's something. In some things, I kind of do agree with Ronda Rousey. You know how like, oh, you guys just complain, unappreciative. That's and that's the time that we live in now. People yeah. feel entitled. Me. Me, me. What about me? Me, me.
3: What about you? Well, what's up? What's up with Nia Jax's uh response? What, was that part like, of her work too? I, I mean, could we? We don't know. But she didn't even she didn't even add her though. I'm like, come on, you are talking all that toughness, but you didn't even add her. <laughs> uh, Alexa Bliss also, and I
0: like Alexa Bliss. But yeah. She also reposted. Uh, she retweeted like a clip of her one of her documentaries on WWE Network, mm-hmm. and then she goes like. I couldn't. I almost didn't wrestle for a whole year. I guess that was fake too, or something like that. Yeah. So I, I don't know. This could all be a work within a work. We don't know. Or maybe right. some talent did feel a certain type of way. I know Shayna Baszler came to Ronda's defense and said something like, said something down the lines like, "Oh, uh, God forbid somebody has like their own opinions or something like that. Something down there, down those lines or whatever, or like." Or wanting to start their own family, Mm -hmm. or something like that. Like, oh, shame on them. But
3: but it's like this is this is the business that you that you got into. You know how the internet is. If you if you're letting people on the internet get to you, then shame on you.
0: You You know, know, when it comes to Ronda Rousey, you could tell that she's very hypersensitive. She's a very sensitive person.
2: Very sensitive. Then you're in the wrong business.
3: Yeah, she is in the wrong business. I'm
2: sorry. That's like,
3: that's like somebody that works for retail, right? Complaining about customers. I'm like, well, look it doesn't at like the like business people. that you got into.
0: Personally, I don't care. Like, she's a she's a name. She's a draw. But personally, I don't care if she does. If she doesn't come back. I'm not saying right. that. If she doesn't come back, I, I want to be cool with it. Yeah, absolutely. If they, if they have a program with her, absolutely. I'll be into it. Um, I, I just
3: promos improved.
0: Yeah, man. Her promos are terrible. Rumbles are terrible, but you know what? For her, for, for the year that she was in the WWE, she hit a home run. In my opinion, you know, I, I
3: uh, think, from an in-ring standpoint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ben you reminded see- me of Kurt Angle.
2: <clears throat> do you think he had a lot anything to do with how she trained, going getting up to that match? Glenn?
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. I you, think so. You could see a her, lot. Of- her, 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 and uh, Natalia.
2: Yeah, uh, Ben Cliff is saying I dislike Ronda more than Phil Brooks. I hated Ronda before she even joined the WWE.
0: But listen, we can't we can't only take so much from Ben Cliff. You're my brother, but you dislike a lot of shit, right?
3: (laughs) Nah, I I feel him though. I feel him though. He was she was a big fish in a small pond, and she got exposed by Holly Holmes and Amanda Nunes. Oh man, Holly, Holly Holmes humbled her. Yeah, because she's not a boxer. She's a she's 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 uh, is her strong suit. All right, so let's talk. Um, let's talk a little bit of
0: WrestleMania. I, I'm sure that we all have our different opinions. Glenn,
3: uh, yeah. So let's start with Glenn. Let's start with the homie. Um, I just let me let me channel on my Stephen. Let me preface my comments by saying, <laughs> if you knew what it was, you knew what it was. This is a terrible Stephen A by the way. You knew what it was a month, a month and a half ago. You knew there was gonna be no audience, no crowd. Uh-uh. So you knew what you was getting yourself into, and you sat there, and you watched for three hours, and you complained. Then, then, the very next day, you sat for another three and a half hours and complained again. You ain't a fool, you a new fool. But, that that it's just it just doesn't make any sense, guys. It doesn't make any sense. You knew this shit was gonna be empty, right? And you watch anyway. Why? No basketball, no football, mm-hmm. no hot Shit, they ain't even no fucking billiards on TV.
4: Nothing. But
3: you watch because it was something to watch. You love wrestling. You knew there wasn't going to be a crowd. And you watched for three hours. You have no right to complain. If you're going to complain the first night, be like, ah, okay. But you watch two nights in a row and you still, you have no right to complain. Anybody that complains after sitting there watching uh, an an accumulation of, uh, what, six and a half hours?
2: Without without the (laughs) pre-show.
3: You're a fucking idiot. For what it was worth, it wasn't the worst mania. Yes, we know there wasn't a crowd. But if there was a crowd, they would have popped for a lot of matches and a lot of moments. Yeah, we probably wouldn't have gotten the Boneyard match in the Firefly Funhouse. But look how they combine their creative juices look how they went to work and went above and beyond to fucking entertain us at home because of this unfortunate uh uncertainty yeah we got two at at, at least if you didn't like anything else at least we got two memorable segments the boneyard match and the firefly on you know why because people are still fucking talking about it and, and if they say that this is the worst mania ever, perhaps they should go to the WWE Network, pop in uh, WrestleMania 2, because I I can guarantee if you ask somebody without Googling, if you ask them in person, because people like to Google shit when you're online, they feel like an expert, right? Uh-huh. But if you rolled up on them, they'd be like, yo, besides Hogan and Bundy and that battle royale, what do you remember from WrestleMania 2? Didn't they have that football battle because that box, Because that boxing match with, with Mr. T and Roddy Piper. Yeah, Roddy
0: was terrible.
3: <laughs> that was the that brawl for all before there was a brawl for all. Exactly. WrestleMania 2 was trash. WrestleMania 9 was trash. That's, WrestleMania that's, 11. I, that's, my, that's the book.
0: WrestleMania 9 is the WrestleMania
3: I hate the most. And WrestleMania 11 was trash. Oh, yeah, it was outside Caesar's Palace. I'm like, that main event was trash. Do, that doesn't matter. Matthew, uh, Money, Inc. and Hogan and uh, Beefcake was trash. Uh, Shawn Michaels and Tatanka trash. Giant Gonzalez and the Undertaker. Undertaker,
2: and, and the guy's Argentine, so fuck that guy. That shit was whack. Just saying. The only Argentine. And there was wrestler. a crowd,
3: <laughs> and that shit was trash. Um, fuck out of
2: here. No, but but that but that's the thing, Len. Like again, people like to live like in the past, and which is fine because that's what you grew up with, and that's what you like. But like, you can't cry and bitch and moan about what's going on. You said it. You said it perfectly. You got two things that you've never seen before that kept you talking about it, that you went, mm-hmm. and I know a lot of people did, and, and I know because we put it on a story, like to see what the meaning was of the Firefly Funhouse and what it meant and everything. <clears throat> and and you know what? I've watched the the Boneyard March like two or
3: three times already. That, I, yo, I, a couple of days <laughs> ago, I know you saw my status on, on Facebook. I said mm-hmm. WWE should shoot WrestleMania like a movie. Yes. Yeah. For one, it's scripted. Two, there's no crowd. And three, it would be dope. Dude,
2: how many more they matches? Get,
3: and, and when I saw the boneyard, sorry to yeah. cut you. When I no, saw the man. boneyard match, I was like, "Wow, they gave me what I wanted." You you were emotionally invested, right? And the Firefly Funhouse, I thought it was genius. Mm-hmm. Um, it wasn't ma- It wasn't a match, but when I watched it again, I was like, "It wasn't supposed to be a match." It was like the Freddy Krueger manipulation. Yeah. Of John Cena and the the most one of the most important parts of the second he was like what you're gonna do when egomania runs wild on you so it was all about just throwing the ego of John Cena right back into his face and he was just manipulated mentally and drained physically and that was easy for for uh, the fiend to just capitalize on it it's sort of like it's sort of like when, when you I don't know if you remember the comic books when uh, Bane release everybody from arkham asylum mm-hmm. on batman yeah and by the time he faced bane he was already fucking tired and drained and bane just took him and snapped his back that was the equivalent of the firefly funhouse that yeah. and the whole freddy Krueger analogy that i just made um i thought it was beautiful and yeah it wasn't a match but if you watch it again and you really analyze it and you get your head out your ass then you know it wasn't supposed to be a match and it was just it was it was wrestling theater. It was something we've never seen before, which we've been crying about all this time. We want to we want to see something new. We want to see something fresh. And then when you get it, you're some yeah, yeah. some people. I'm not going <laughs> to say everybody, but some people that they're just not satisfied. People, but yeah, people are still going to complain. People people not watch
0: Firefly Funhouse yeah. and also the Boneyard match. What the I like about the Firefly Funhouse match was <clears throat> that every segment in that match, right, mm. had a meaning to it, and yes. also. Right before the ending, when you hear, when when Bray Wyatt's about to hit him with with the sister Abigail, right before that, and he has his neck, you hear Cena's promo towards Bray, but in reality, he wasn't talking about Bray. He was really talking about himself. I love how they brought it all the way back to that. Everything in that story, because it was a story, had a meaning to it. And if you're that dumb, to not get it or understand it, do your research on it. Sometimes something could go over our head. I watched yeah. it. I watched it three times. I watched it the first time live, then I watched mm-hmm. it back like a couple hours later, and then the mm-hmm. next morning I watched it again because it was so good. The same with right. the Boneyard match. The Boneyard match reminded me a lot of Lucha Underground.
1: Yes. What I loved
0: also about that was they added life to the Undertaker. This was the this was the first time since WrestleMania thirty that Undertaker looked like a badass. Now I know, strong. I know. Some of y'all, <laughs> some of y'all hated it, didn't like it. That's fine. Everybody's entitled to your own opinion. But if you didn't like it, don't be a douchebag and rub off your negativity on people that actually enjoyed it.
3: Right. Because last now, time I checked, yeah. the shit it's still scripted. So. <laughs> exactly.
0: Exactly. Just because you want to be narrow-minded and not be, it's not even wrestling. It's the worst attraction he ever seen my life. That's fine. You can have that opinion,
3: no. but don't ruin somebody else's fun that actually enjoyed it. Yeah. And if there was a crowd, we wouldn't have gotten prime Undertaker. No. Not in the ring. But, but this, but this that's, is, that, that, this that's, is some, a... that's something that's something got to think about. Like you got this this boneyard match preserved his mystique, his character. Like it, it just it just preserved the Undertaker. It just like you said, gave him life.
2: Nah. Do, do you think that now, like, g- giving him this extra life, right? Do you think mm-hmm. that this, you can even produce a whole different show where you could bring guys like The Undertaker, like yeah. Sting, like Kurt Angle that maybe can't go in the ring, but you still want to see them in, in a scripted way, like, kind of shoot it that way?
3: It, it, if I see Sting, it's got to be the WW, WCW Sting. They gotta give him some fucking uh, hair extensions. Make sure his <laughs> fucking hair is long. The, the same exact paint from WCW, not this ugly shit he's doing now. Yeah. Silent but deadly, mm-hmm. but I, I don't see it happening. Um, I think. But I think that a whole cinematic too. feel yeah. would would preserve both characters and mm-hmm. give us what we want.
0: What, what, I want to give props to a lot of people. Were adding Matt Hardy on Twitter saying, like, well, look what they did with the Boneyard match and and whatever. I love his response. Very Broken Brilliance-esque, right? But people tend to forget. Jeremy Borash worked for the WWE. He was one of the creative minds when it comes to the final deletion and the Broken Brilliance of Matt Hardy. That's Mm -hmm. why you see a little bit of that in the Boneyard match. That's why you saw a little bit of that visually – from the Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa match this past yeah, Wednesday. That was good, too. Jeremy Borash is one of those minds. So while we should give credit to Matt Hardy, let's not forget Jeremy Borash. Jeremy Borash is in the for what he did with the mm-hmm. Boneyard. Mm-hmm. No, and and, and that's yeah. the
2: thing, like because people only look at the person in front of the camera. You have mm-hmm. people in the back of the camera that also added to this. Um, and, and again... It tells you, okay, if you're comparing this to anything that Matt Hardy has done, then you know what That means that what Matt Hardy did is good for the business because it's again mm-hmm. again, it's bringing more light. I'd much rather see broken Matt Hardy in, in um in in a match like that than have him hobble into the ring. you know what I mean right we, so right. again, this adds I think in all this negativity, if you will, I think it's a big positive because now you're adding life
0: to your characters. Where you don't That's have to—that's something to. Taker needed. Hey, That's something Taker
3: needed, of course. Yeah, you know, when I when I as soon as I, as soon as I saw AJ coming out of the casket, I thought about Vince McMahon. Mm-hmm. We make movies. <laughs> Two in <Turing> the water. Drinking <laughs> oh, the
0: water. Drinking the water. Drink the water. <laughs> you know. You know what? Uh, with going back to the the boneyard match, what do we think about American Badass Undertaker? I think it looks badass.
3: You were calling? Coming out
0: it. to Metallica? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was dope. That was dope. dope. I was into it, man.
3: I was really, really into it.
0: Uh, Also, uh, a lot of people may not know this, or maybe you guys are following the dirt sheets. When it comes to the Firefly Funhouse, not only John Cena and Bray Wyatt had a lot of intel in the match. Bruce Pritchard.
3: (laughs) Bruce Pritchard. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I saw that and I was like, huh. It's good shit. Um, I did some research. Because I wanted to see what the longest last man standing match was, and this was that this match past Sunday was the longest one ever on record. What do you? The second second long, the second longest one was uh, Tommaso Ciampa and uh, Johnny Gargano.
0: How do you feel about the last man standing match? Because there's a lot of criticism towards that (sighs) match.
3: I'm I'm sure we all have different opinions, but go ahead. Why didn't Why didn't they shoot it like uh, a movie? Why well, didn't they shoot it like a movie with cuts? Why I mean, wasn't it's, 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 not a, it's not a live show, so you mm-hmm. could have had some dope cuts on there. It was mm-hmm. just kind of kind of dragged a little. But you know what? I said um, I kind of mimicked people. Oh, that match was so long. I was like, yeah, so it was Edge's retirement.
2: Yeah, 11 years.
3: Y'all begging for him to come back, right? Now, you, <laughs> now you're and sick that, of it. And now you're sick of it. You know, I had
0: I was into the, into the match. There wasn't a for me it wasn't boring. Did it go a little bit too long? Yeah, but I don't think I don't I don't think that changed like my mindset and my opinion of the match. The only critique I would say besides the fact that they went a little bit long was I think they spent too much time in the gym, like in the workout <laughs> area. They spent a little bit too much time. I didn't I didn't care about the, the choking. I didn't care about none of that. But I think they spent too much time in the gym where it kinda took me out of a little bit of the match. But I do agree with you, if they would have shot that match how they shot gargano and Champa this past Wednesday yeah I think our our view of the match will probably be a little bit more positive than the negative when it comes it to should, a lot it of people.
3: should have been shot that way based on the strong ass build to it Yeah, yeah I know, they, know? They should have that way some snowflakes were uh, bitching about the uh resistance cord around his neck Dude,
0: so get into that right, man. oh my God listen you know who was one of the mate see it only takes one person to put that narrative out there, and then the sheep follow, and Holy that's Dave fuck. Meltzer. Fuck that. Dave, oh. Anything Dave Meltzer says, congratulations. Everybody blowing. You There you go. Anything Dave Meltzer says, people just start
3: blowing them right off the bat.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: According to Dave Meltzer, oh.
3: <laughs> they'll pee on you and they'll say it's apple juice.
0: <laughs>
2: Wait, it's not apple juice? No, sorry.
3: <laughs> so, goddamn,
2: pal. I just hope they sanitize the entire performance center after that match. Edge and Baby, baby what you
3: what you do on your own time is your business, baby. <laughs> we doing a podcast over here, and we ain't talking about golden showers and shit. There you go. <laughs>
2: so, but do you think that, that maybe they learned from the Edge and uh, and Randy match, and that's what they put to Gargano and Champa? Because it it was kind of like the same thing; it was just shot differently.
0: I think they just had a. I think they just had a different mindset when it came to the Organo and Champa match. Mm. I think that their mindset was like, "We're gonna shoot this like a movie."
3: Okay. They should
0: have done the same thing with Edge and Warren but they just chose not to.
3: They should have shot the whole fucking Mania like a movie. I would have been, I would have yeah. been ecstatic, bro. The, like, right. I the mean, it's thing. just it's just fitting, you know. There's no crowd. Have some have some drama music under it. AEW's getting it, right? They have, like, a couple of people in the in the audience, heels and faces, to kind of, mm-hmm. you know, bring some sound. Yeah. Yep. Some surround sound. He, I'll, say the the,
0: I'll say the match. I enjoyed a couple of matches from both nights, but I think from a wrestling standpoint, I think yeah. my favorite match was the Rhea Ripley and Charlotte Flair match. Imagine that match in front of a crowd. That could have been a Woo! match. Man, if we if we got that same exact match, nothing got changed. That exact same match in a live crowd. You know the amount of heat Charlotte would have gotten when she. Oh yeah. Won.
3: Oh yeah, but now we know why she won.
0: Yeah, uh, the rumor. You know, we'll talk about that now. the 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 rumor. Uh-huh. Going, there's some conflicting reports. CW Insider reported that Rhea Ripley was heading back to Australia because her visa ran up, and now she has to stay quarantined. Out there, I believe for like 15 days, close to a month, until so she could come back to the states. But then, reports started coming out from Wrestling Observer saying that their sources are telling him that she's still in the state. She's not been. She's she's still in the state. She hasn't gone back home. So we don't know if she's here or not. She also did post an Instagram video saying that, "Oh, I'm in. I'm still home, guys." And she showed uh, you know, her dog and I believe her her boyfriend. But mm-hmm. is she really at home? We don't know. Yeah, like, who's lying? No say. <laughs> we don't know.
3: We what? don't know at all. But uh, the KO spot, the fans would have um, popped for. The mm-hmm. ending of that ladder match. I thought the ending of the ladder match was great. Now, I... I, yeah.
2: I take That ladder match was really, ladder. really good.
3: Well, Especially to, the ending, though.
2: Yes, the way that oh, they played man. it. Now, the only thing that I didn't like about the ladder match, and, and that's where the fans come in, like... There was a lot of noise that didn't make sense. And 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 this is what I mean, like
3: like tennis match noise?
2: Yeah, like when you heard <laughs> no no like so when you heard the 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 ladder fall, right? Like three or four times. Oh, okay. Like that got in the way of me enjoying the match.
3: So it sounded like wood, right?
2: Like it's not hitting anyone, you know what I mean? But again, mm. it it is what it is. We had that match. The ending was awesome. Um I didn't like the whole thing won for the tag titles, but hey, it's it's what we got, right? But again, you could do a lot of things. Like again, looking at this whole WrestleMania, you had two nights. Nobody mm-hmm. bitched the on about them having two nights because you got two nights of new entertainment. Right.
3: What, if, what we, else are you gonna do?
2: Yeah. What is that? Wh- is that gonna be the norm going forward? I mean, we know it works for New Japan. <clears throat> Glenn, that,
0: that, that's a bridge I gotta cross. Mm-hmm. You know, sometime leading up to WrestleMania 2021. I don't. I don't see them doing it. As much as this was a success, I don't see them doing it. Why? There's no way they're gonna sell out. two I don't think they can sell out two nights at a at a stadium. Mm-hmm. No, I don't gonna, think so either. Because you're gonna have people <clears throat> being, like, oh, well, I gotta go to WrestleMania night one. If so still's not gonna be, like, you know, they're gonna nah. they're gonna pick one or the other. Maybe some diehards will pick both and go to both. The guy with the green you shirt. Have, you also have takeover <laughs> that weekend, so it's like, do you really want to? Not put the can on takeover, but do takeover on a Friday. Well, you can't even do it on a Friday because a Friday night's nah. night smackdown.
3: Then it's like when yeah, it's just to so much, and there's just so much local shit and other organizations in that town. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be feasible for them.
0: Yeah. Also, you got to remember next year they're going to be in L.A. The traffic Rock
3: LA, versus the Roman Reigns.
0: The traffic nah. in L.A. is worse than the oh. traffic in New
3: York. Nah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't see them doing two nights. It just would—it just wouldn't be feasible for them. I think this was just a one-shot thing because of what's going on. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and I was actually looking at some stuff. Their social media presence went up fifty-seven percent year over year between the WrestleManias, so you had people talking about it. So that's a good thing. Right. Right. That's a great thing. Yeah. So
0: what else we got, Mario? Uh, So, they're teasing because we're talking about the Boneyard match and we're talking about also Firefly Funhouse. They're, they're teasing over in AEW that Matt Hardy has challenged Chris Jericho to an elite deletion match, which is probably going to be like the final deletion. Mm-hmm. It's probably going to be like the ultimate deletion for WWE. Are you into this or not? I'm into it. I'm for it. I think Chris Jericho, no matter what he does on TV, it's fucking amazing. You could say the same thing on Matt with Matt Hardy, so... Whenever this match happens, it's going to be comedy. Yeah. It's going to be entertaining. And we we should be able to enjoy it no matter what they do. Uh, Glenn, what's your thought?
3: Um, I'm going to say what I always say about Chris Jericho. He is the Jay-Z of wrestling because he knows how to reinvent himself. Dude has a retired jersey in every company. Mm-hmm. Um, dude is... What is this? like the promos the in ring? Just he just knows how to turn it up. He knows how to turn it up, whether he's a heel or a face, a fo- with a clipboard or a scarf, face paint, you name it. Um, Matt Hardy, he's he's a Hall of Famer as well, highly entertaining. Um, obviously, the broken Matt Hardy is his greatest gimmick ever. Um, I'm I'm excited for this match. I'm, I'm excited for what AEW has in store. should be Should be highly entertaining.
2: So let me ask so you this, Glenn: I, with, with what you're mm-hmm. saying about Jericho, why isn't he in like People's Mount Rushmore as the greatest of all time? Um, like, what's there's something missing because this is the one guy who has you know, gotten into podcasts and has done well. Who's gotten into music, has done well. Has gotten into business, has done well. But he's not considered top four, top five.
3: Uh, you know, a guy named Drew Brees who played with Peyton Manning and yes, sir. Tom Brady. Yes, sir. <laughs>
2: the guy with the thing on his and, head, and, face. And,
3: and and Ben Roethlisberger and and uh, Aaron Rodgers. Uh huh. There was just other guys <laughs> that were that were just a little bit above him during okay. the same time that he played. Mm-hmm. You know, and um, sorry. I mean, well, some people say that. Some people say Jay Z's not the greatest. If going back to the rap analogy, some people say that Jay Z's not the greatest of all time.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: But he knows how to reinvent himself, and he knows how to stay relevant. Okay, you know, um, he's he's been there for so his his career has expanded further than the Rock and Stone Cold. Um, he's still he still his legacy is not to be ignored. Okay. Um, I don't think he has to be on the Mount Rushmore to be acknowledged as one of the all-time greats. Okay. I mean, it's it's sad. It's only four slots in the Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Somebody's gonna be disappointed. Yeah. You know? You're never gonna satisfy when you do a Mount Rushmore – No, no one, no. Yeah. Will, and that's a and that's a guarantee. No one will be satisfied unless they make up their own Mount, you know, Mount Rushmore, and they're content with their own selection. But from the grand scheme of things, somebody's gonna be pissed off. Yeah, yeah, you know, and and it's like, how do you do the Mount Rushmore? Do you do it uh, from a creative stand, like an originality standpoint? Mm-hmm. Because if you're talking charisma, <coughs> that just shaves a lot of wrestlers off.
2: Of course,
3: because you, you got the whole, you got the Hogan's of the world, you got the John Cena's of the world, the Rocks, the Stone Cold. It's like some people will say, oh, if it wasn't for Stone, if it wasn't for Stone Cold getting injured, the Rock wouldn't have edged them out a little bit, but mm-hmm. some people say, "But yeah, he always he always had that charisma anyway." Yeah. And they were neck and neck when Austin was still there anyway. So there's that. Is there's, there's always going to be a constant, um, never-ending debate in regards mm-hmm. to a Mount Rushmore. It a, the Mount Rushmore of anything is yeah. not fair.
2: Okay.
0: And then you're always going to have those people like when you tell them like, "Okay, my favorite wrestler and I think he's the greatest or whatever," and you say like, "My favorite wrestler is a." The, they'll have the people that tell you, "Well, you're wrong because the wrestler should be." And I'm like,
3: "Wait a minute, how are you gonna tell me what I need to
0: like?" Yeah,
3: right. But when you have it, when you're having a debate, kids—not you guys, kids watching—when you're having a debate, you have to eliminate the emotion from your argument. Yeah, so you have an unbiased, convincing, legitimate, healthy debate. You back it up with factual evidence. You back it up with uh, with impact. Like Case in point, Eminem is my favorite lyricist, but I know he's not the greatest of all time. You see, how that, that works?
0: That's my favorite you see how that works? That's my favorite <laughs> rapper, too, but I know he's not the greatest of all time.
3: Kurt Angle is my favorite uh, superstar, wrestler, but I know he's not the greatest of all time. Okay. I, th- I
0: call Shawn Michaels the GOAT, but if I look at the grand scheme of things, I know he can't make it in the Mount Rushmore, even though he's I've never seen a better performer than him. That's my opinion. But can I see him being an Mount Rushmore? No, cuz he didn't have the same effect like a Rock, like an Austin, like even a John Cena, which I'm not a personal favorite of, or like Hogan. There there's other wrestlers that made bigger impact in the wrestling business than Shawn Michaels.
3: But Hogan and the Rock and John Cena can't make can't all make the list because well, they could, but some people would say, "Well, who was the first? If it wasn't for him, would the Rock yeah. have Everything such and such, such and such?" Everything is
0: subjective, and you're never gonna satisfy somebody.
3: You're never yeah, gonna. Who, satisfy has, somebody. who who has the guaranteed slot on the Mount Rushmore, though? I,
0: her, and I'm not even the big. I'm not even a big fan uh-huh. of him. That, but I think who gets a guaranteed slot is Hogan.
3: Yeah, because people who didn't even watch wrestling before social media. Knew who yeah. Hulk Hogan was. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, because you can Listen, you, you can even put Andre up there. When I
0: when I was a yeah. kid, when I was a kid when I was mm-hmm. a kid, right?
3: But then you'd I, have to limit. But then you'd have to
0: see it's fucking tough. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is, Glenn? Everything's subjective. Listen, yeah. my Hogan gets the guaranteed spot because I feel like no matter if you were a wrestling fan or not, you know who Hulk Hogan was. My first two toys as a kid, mm-hmm. right? I think it was like maybe two, three years old. Was the big rubber dolls, the wrestlers? It was Hogan and Sergeant Slaughter. Those
3: were my mm-hmm.
2: first two toys. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would
3: say, I would yeah. say, it, shit. Cause it's like Andre's Magic Johnson, and Hogan is like Michael Jordan.
2: Yeah, like you, you, you can't add Andre because for like the newer people, like all they know is they hear the Andre stories. But who brought mm-hmm. wrestling to the to the to the forefront? Who transcended yeah. wrestling it was Hogan. I, I love how it's like, it's like it's like Andre the
3: Giant put wrestling on the map, and then Hogan just turned it upside down. Yeah, I, I love how Glenn said Andre is Magic Johnson. That's a great good one. Because because Jordan beat Magic almost at the tail end of his career, and Hogan pretty much did the same thing with Andre. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. but eh. and
3: and Magic Johnson was a huge star in college and in the pros, like Showtime. So yep. it's like Andre was a mega star, and then Hogan just took it up a notch. Mm-hmm. Same thing as Jordan did with, with Magic. Mm-hmm. I think that's a fair analogy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you gotta kind of like go back to what you said. You you kind of gotta be unbiased and separate your emotion that you have for your favorite Russ or whatever, and look at the grand scheme of things.
4: Yeah. But like I right. said,
0: even with that, everything's gonna be subjective because you're always gonna have those people that are gonna tell you like, "Well, so and so doesn't deserve to be on there," and I'm like, "Okay, why?" And sometimes, like, well, I don't like them because I'm like, but if you're saying it—you don't like them. But look at the grand scheme of things. Yeah, like, yeah. we—Hogan is a piece of shit. But if you look at the grand scheme of things, he belongs on the Mount Rushmore.
2: He's the only yeah. one who gets that spot, <laughs> like Glenn said. Did
3: we? Did we lose Glenn? Uh
0: yeah, I think. No, we bottom, pardon me, one oh. second, guys. Oh, okay, we got Glenn. Yeah. We, well, Glenn's back. Glenn's back.
3: So now uh, my phone is my phone is dying. So I gotta I gotta give it a <laughs> you gotta charge. Get that
0: charger, you gotta get that charger god
3: Goddamn, we need more juice, pal. <laughs> it must be that Corona
0: affecting your phone.
2: <laughs> so, going forward, you said Mario, they're going back to live shows, right? That yeah, that,
0: starting this start, starting this Monday, everything's gonna be live. Stupid. So <laughs> <laughs> not uh not not uh. Not AEW, not Impact. They're still taking shit. Well, actually, just WWE, they're going mm-hmm. back to live content starting Monday, NXT, and Friday Night Smack.
2: Can they pull it off? What
0: if they say, you know what?
2: Everybody has to stay home. Mandatory shutdown. Uh,
0: Chernobyl style where nobody gets to go outside. Like... I feel like WWE's playing Monopoly now, and they got like the get-out-of-jail-free card, you know? They got that card, and they're just giving Florida that, and they're like, all right, whatever, you know, we're, we're going to act like we didn't, we didn't see this or something. That's how I feel, because they're, somehow they're going, they're, they're not part of this, you need to be quarantined and not produce this live content. They're somehow getting a pass from this. Yeah, because are, are they really essential? That's, that's not at all. <laughs> like, you're, you're fucking, you're fucking jeopardizing the health of these fucking people.
3: Yeah, I think it's pretty fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, let us just hope that that I mean, nothing happens. I mean, he, I mean, here's the thing. They didn't shut it down when when Owen Hart died. They didn't shut it down when uh, the day after 9 11. So what makes you think they're gonna shut it down now? Nah. I said, unless, unless unless, uh, unless Unless something catastrophic happens to one of one of the one of their uh, major, let me
4: tell you something.
3: If it was up to Vince, if it was up to Vince to make the call, like
0: you have to decide to either cancel WrestleMania or not in uh, and where the the Tampa Tampa Bay Buccaneers play at, right? Yeah, Mm -hmm. I forget what I forget the name of that stadium, but if it was up to Vince, he would not give a flying fuck and still run the show with fans going there. If it was up to of course. Dude,
2: do you guys remember, was it that, that Raw SmackDown when it was like a snowstorm and it was like 13 feet of snow and he had, uh, was it JBL up in the roof of... Uh, that was
0: Raw. That was raw. raw. It was the Raw after Royal Rumble where Roman Reigns won. And he got all that backlash. That was mm-hmm. in 2015.
2: So, hello, he did it there. Like, what makes you think he's not going to do it now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> they stuck JBL on top of the roof. of that, that WWE. This building in Connecticut, they stuck him up there. The fucking wind's blowing on JBL. JBL looks like he's about to bust his ass.
2: <laughs> he's questioning every decision he ever made in his life.
3: So, man, if there, was the, there could be an asteroid ready to hit Earth. But if it's nowhere near the vicinity of his wrestling event, he'll, he'll still keep it going. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the more I think about it, the more I think about it, my job is kind of like working for this McMahon man because he doesn't care. Like, my job doesn't care. They want your ass at work. Glenn called me, like, a few weeks ago and he's like, yo, how you making out? I'm like, bro, I'm actually working right now. He was like, what? <laughs> hey, Ma- <laughs> hey,
2: Mario, good to know you're essential, bro. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> so, what else we got, Mario?
0: Well, let's talk Let's talk to Glenn a little bit. Let's talk yeah. to, uh, to Glenn on all the stuff that he's working on right now. So, you just recently released your, your final trailer of The Fix. You got the the whole second you mini documentary that that's on YouTube right now. Uh, I'll let you, you know, lead the way
3: which one you want to talk about first. Uh, I'm going to touch on the second you, a second you foundation is my cousin's nonprofit organization. Mm -hmm. Uh, My cousin was formerly incarcerated and he came home, became top trainer in New York sports club, uh, turned his life around, uh, took, uh, huge number of clients started his own nonprofit organization called the second You foundation, where they go to halfway houses and they go to prisons and they recruit, uh, young men and women who are almost, uh, as soon, as soon to be released. They, um, they recruit them to become trainers or they find job placement for them because they know that the, uh, that most of, most of these companies they uh, discriminate against formerly incarcerated mm-hmm. men and women. And they know how hard it is in regards to job employment discrimination. Mm-hmm. So I think it's, it's a beautiful thing that he's doing. Uh, there are over, I believe over 300 men and women who have either become trainers to a second U foundation or have, you know, uh, acquired a job through a second U foundation and Last year I had the pleasure of sitting down with three individuals who were formerly incarcerated for over 20 years, um, for, for murder. And it was all due to, you know, them being a product of their environment. Um, just unfortunate circumstances and every one of their stories was, uh, gripping, touching, um, emotional, um, the name of the piece is called A Second Act, The Second Act. And um, I had just an amazing time with them and who they were before they got into prison and who they are now, two completely different people. And I believe that this is the land of second chances. Everyone, we've all made mistakes. Some people have made more egregious mistakes or or uh, more extreme mistakes, but I feel like we all grow at some point, at least, at least I hope that we all grow uh, for the best, you know, and um, some of us were blessed with both parents in the house. We were blessed to live in a, in a, in a, in a great neighborhood. Some people weren't so blessed. They, they grew up in poverty. They grew up around uh, gang violence. They grew up around drugs, murder. So when you, when you see that on a daily, you know, it's uh, it creates a vicious cycle. When you live in a poor neighborhood, you go to a poor school with a poor education. Poor education transitions to a poor-paying job, which will keep you in a poor neighborhood. So, um, life is tough, mm-hmm. you know. Yep. And and I and I know some people say, "Yo, life is what you make of it." But some people were dealt with some shitty-ass cards, and um, we hope that some people persevere through it. Um, some people need to go away for a little to. To change mentally, spiritually, emotionally, and uh, these individuals are now home and they're free, and they want to live the rest of their life um, with a positive mindset and I think that they have every right to do so because they paid their debt to society, you know like I said they weren't they weren't you know who they are now is not who they were when they first came in, so they during that time that they spent incarcerated, they had this time to reflect on their life and they made adjustments. And I don't believe that rapists and child molesters deserve a second chance. That's Mm -hmm. just my own personal thing. But if it's drug trafficking or even a murder due to an unfortunate circumstance and you became a different person as the years progressed, I think you do deserve a second chance. And um, one of the young ladies, she got a degree in prison. She's now a mentor for the Second You Foundation the other two individuals, they're now trainers, and they're doing very well. And I ended up living, uh, seeing. They're living, they're, they're, I'm sorry, they're living. They're living proof of uh, the second act and uh, uh, getting a second shot at life.
0: I ended up seeing the piece you emailed me. Uh, you had like, hey, if anybody wants to see this mini documentary, uh, put your email down. So you sent me the email, and I ended up watching it. Uh, I think it was about two weeks ago when you sent me the email. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And even the uh, you guys should definitely check it out it's on YouTube It's a little under 15 minutes. And even within that time period, you know, it kind of just takes you a little bit of a mix of emotions. Cause you see these three people being very open with their past. So my que- I got two questions for you. One, what made you do this mini documentary with, with your cousin, with these three people, <clears throat> and did these three people contact you? Have they watched it? Have, do they have, what's their feelings about it on the documentary? Um, have you talked to them since uh, you guys shot the documentary?
3: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna fill you in on uh, a <clears throat> on a little information. My cousin had reached out, um, and he wanted me to he wanted me to interview these three individuals who just came home. Um, I, I initially, mm-hmm. it wasn't supposed to be a documentary. Okay. It was just three interview segments for his social media. Oh. And out of the blue, he said, "Y'all want to make it a short?" And I didn't have enough to make it a short because I'm just sitting down with these three individuals. I wanted to build around it. So, we pretty much winged it. And I had to add, I had to incorporate other other uh clips, other information. Um and we made it work. We made it work. I I I initially I I, I said, "You know what? We're just sitting down with three people, but at the same time, their stories bring you in so I didn't need to add any special theatrics towards this short this was real this was uh something that you don't see every day um and I thought their story I thought the the visual of their stories was enough to grasp an an audience attention yeah it's 15 minutes long and I know we live in it we live in a world where people lack attention span but these stories are so powerful and so um, gripping mm-hmm. that 15 minutes can go by like that, and you won't even realize it. Um, so, so yeah, that's 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 just basically what happened. My cousin reached out to me; he wanted me to to interview them. I put some questions together, and I just let them shoot the breeze and just tell me their life story before, like how life was before prison during prison and after prison, what they're doing now, how a second youth foundation has impacted their lives. You know, what are their plans for the future? And they was just, just tooting the breeze, man. And, uh, it transitioned to something beautiful. Have they gone back and, and watched
0: the, the mini doc?
3: You know, I haven't, I haven't spoken with them. Okay. After the, after the release of the documentary, Okay. Um, But I do know that they're they're still doing their thing in the fitness world, and the, and the, and they're doing well right now. They're in, they're in they're in great spirits. That's great. That's really really good. Uh Definitely check that out on YouTube. So talk to me
0: about the fix, the final trailer. Talk to me uh, about this film that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it should be coming out later on this year, right?
3: Yeah, I was gonna have I was gonna have a private screening on my dad's birthday. My dad's birthday was a week before mine. Uh, my, my birthday just passed this this past Thursday. My father's birthday was on April 2nd and mm-hmm. the very next day, April 3rd was the day of the private screening for the fix. Unfortunately that is that event is postponed just like every other event. Um, so I wanted to do a surprise trailer, at least, you know, drop something on his birthday to honor him. He would have been 70 years old. Mm-hmm. So, um, I tried not to give away too much of the movie. Okay. And I wanted to differentiate a little from the the first trailer. That's because a lot of people were raving about the first trailer. They really loved the trailer. It was uh, it was a lot of suspense towards the trailer. a little bit of everything. There was um, there was some action, of course, there's drama there, and there was a little uh, comedy there, just a little subtle comedy. Um. And uh, when I dropped it, the the feedback was amazing. Like again, I didn't want to give out. I didn't want to give too much away, but I also wanted to give people a better idea of what's going on, you know. And I'm on one percent right now, (laughs) (laughs) and my phone is charging. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up my laptop and see if I can do a hotspot. Uh, Just give me one second.
0: No. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Leo, did you um by any chance did you um pin his YouTube page so they could check out his stuff?
2: I already did. Uh the YouTube oh. page is pinned right on the comments. Uh and I've also been showing uh with no sound kinda a couple of uh screenshots from the actual video itself. You guys can go uh to Glenn Robert Ford on YouTube or click the link right there so you'll be able to see what we're what we've seen um and just make sure that you guys do follow Glenn cuz he has a lot of good stuff out there.
3: Yeah. yeah man, I mean, the, uh, the the fix the, <laughs> you guys can you guys can hear me, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we can hear you. We can hear you. Yeah, the fix, the fix raises alcohol abuse awareness, substance abuse awareness, uh domestic violence and mental health. Um and it also encourages friends and family to do more while that person is still alive rather than feel regret when they pass away. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And it definitely hits home for me because my father was an alcoholic and that led to his unfortunate demise. So I'm honoring him with this movie.
0: That's great, man. That really is. And I'm looking forward to the, the final product, you know, the finish, the finish of this film. Whenever, whenever, it, you know, due to these times, whenever it does come out, uh, I will definitely, hopefully I'll be there at uh, at the premiere. Oh, we're going to be there. <laughs> Leo,
2: <laughs> no, no kids, right, Leo? No kids. No, no kids, no kids. They get to stay home from oh, time to time. Glenn, you still there? I'm still here.
0: Yeah, he's
3: on. All right, all right, we're still we're still rocking. I'm just gonna make the switch, but I'm 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 still here. Okay, cool, cool, cool. So let me
0: so let me ask you a question because we 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 talk privately. We talk about some of the things that you're working on and you. Besides your wrestling impersonations, which are fucking phenomenal, you also do like a Chris Tucker. You did a Bernie Mac recently that that was hilarious, and you did a good Criano Reeves. I was like, holy shit, that's how the Keanu Reeves. Right? <laughs> but I never asked you. I never. I never asked you. Do you do like cartoons? Like, has any? Can you do like a Peter Griffin or like a Stewie? Or have you ever tried to do?
3: Uh, i my
0: Peter Griffin isn't that great. But have you like have you dabbled with cartoons? or are you strictly just do like actors and rest?
3: I've I dabbled with cartoons. I, I I still need work though. So now you guys yeah, you know have put me on the spot, huh? No, no, you don't have to do it.
0: You don't have to do it. <laughs> you're also like a perfectionist. You're kind of like Leo. Yeah. You want everything to be perfect. He told me, you told me like, oh, my Chris Tucker isn't that great, but then I heard it. I'm like, this is amazing.
2: <laughs> so now, how do you go about? coming up with with it with a new uh with a new character if you will with a new impression glenn
3: um if if i hear if i hear a voice Mm -hmm. that's very distinctive i'd want to emulate it okay i don't really know how to explain it but is that i just start practicing on the on the voice and until i feel like it's good enough to present to the world like Every job that I've ever had, mm-hmm. I was able to impersonate at least 2 coworkers. that would just have the rest of the employees just belly over. Nice. Um, it's just but, something, it is, it is true though, it's something
0: about impersonations, like even if it's not like a, a someone famous, but like, let's say we're all working together, kind of like what you said, and you end up impersonating a coworker. there's just something so funny about
3: that.
2: <laughs> so now, how many characters do you have in your head that you're working on right now?
3: Oh, God. Uh, too many. Too many. But I have to take a quick break. Okay. Just give me like two minutes. I'm sorry, guys. No, no, no. It's cool. It's cool. Well, me and Leah, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about
0: something. We'll figure it out. Yeah. You know? All
3: right, I'll be right back.
0: Well, don't worry. We'll just talk shit about you for like two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good. <laughs> All right. All right.
2: Good night. Uh... But you know what? And it's funny because we've seen wrestling impersonators. We've seen, you know, even, you know, guys that are, that are doing comedy. Um, that's
0: hard. No, nah, that, it's not that an easy hard. task to do. And, and the thing with Glenn is, Glenn doesn't even, like, when he does his impersonations, he he will be like, yo, I'm working on this. And then you think he's he's amazing, right? But he's like, nah, you know, I got to tweak this a little bit. I'm like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, but then you have some other slab dicks that be like, "Oh, I could do a great so-and-so impersonation." I'm like, "Dude, you don't sound nothing like me."
2: <laughs> I could do a great Mister Rated R, yo, 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 <laughs> let me,
0: you know.
2: But but that's the thing. Like again, so we all have some kind of artist inside of us, right? You know, even looking at wrestlers growing up, they wanted to be wrestlers because they wanted to tell tell a story. They wanted to go ahead and and bring people along.
0: We we all have that creative juices. It might be for it might be different in many aspects, but we yeah. all have that one creative juice to do something.
2: Now, if you're at home during quarantine and you're not doing anything in your power to make that grow, then you just play yourself. Basically.
0: Pretty much. So so Leo while we're waiting for while we're waiting for Glenn to, to make his return. Not overall, did you did you watch WrestleMania like live or did you catch it on um, no. like you know so, so the next day or something? There my we
2: go. my ADD, oh, my like attention deficit and all that other stuff. Um I tried to watch WrestleMania, but it was just too slow for me. So just kind of bring Glenn up. So what I do Glenn um mm-hmm. since a lot of wrestling happens at night and I usually get up very early um, what I do is I watch a recap show that somebody puts together on YouTube that basically cuts down from three hours to 35 minutes.
0: And you make sure you don't talk to Sam too.
2: No, of course I don't talk to Sam mm. cause Sam gives it away. So what I Sam do. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that's why I stay off of WhatsApp. But what I do is I watch the, this recap. I think the WrestleMania one, they did it. They turned it from three hours to an hour, which was good because you're able to get like the meat and potatoes. And then if you want to go back and watch anything. Like the Boneyard match, match you can go back and watch it. I enjoyed Ooh. it for what it was because, again, what we've been talking about this whole time. Going into WrestleMania, I knew what it was. You know what I mean? Like going yeah. into WrestleMania, I know we were gonna have fans. I know it was gonna be very limited. I know you couldn't have more than ten people at 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 uh, ringside. Which, by the way, that whole twenty four seven thing that was more than ten people. Just saying. That whole spot with
0: uh, Gronk. Oh, yeah, yeah, that was more than 10 people. Just saying. And, you know, what, what's funny about that, <laughs> is they use enhancement talent to do the job, too. Yeah. Like, I, lo- I lost
3: you play guys play for a game. second.
2: No, no. Yeah, 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 so we're talking about the, the whole Gronkowski thing. Like, you have more than 10 people going there.
0: You won the 24-7 championship, and yeah. you had more than 10 guys out there?
2: So, oh, God. <laughs> but, but I enjoyed it Again I enjoyed it For what it was I'm,
3: I, I'm joining in For my I'm joining in For my laptop I'm signing out Of here on my phone Go, go my ahead phone Go ahead You're out. fine um, right.
2: But that's the thing Like again Like And I think that's why Mario Like you and I Going into it We Knew what we were Getting ourselves into
0: I just had no Expectations at all And it kind of Mind boggles me A lot of the people That That were really Like bent out of shape About it I'm like What the fuck Did you expect yeah. Like I, I I Privately, I told some of these people that hit me like, "Oh my God, WrestleMania is so world Or they'd be like, "Oh man, I can't like, just." Do I'm like, watch. "What did you expect? They, they, they're trying to make chicken salad out of chicken shit." And, like, and you know what? You have I, any like, they they expectations?
2: You got to congratulate. He's back. You're back, Glenn. You're back. Glenn. That, there you go. But but again, it, 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 it did exceed. I think what a lot of of what we were thinking about. You know what I mean? Like, again, the Boneyard thing was awesome. The Firefly was good. The ladder match that Glenn was talking about before was good. The whole Mandy Rose and, and Otis, it had a payoff.
0: Uh, it, it it had a great payoff. It would have came out a hundred times more memorable and amazing in a live crowd because, you know, everybody wanted to see Otis get his moment. Not me personally because I was Team Ziggler, but I know people oh, were behind stop. the Otis train. But that, that would have <laughs> been a moment that you needed a crowd. And I no. get it. It was underwhelming. Yeah, was what the fuck did you expect? Stop fucking complaining already.
2: Yeah. Just enjoy it for what it was. <coughs> shut the hell up. You well, know you're going to tune in. And that's it.
0: Or, or,
3: yo, I, I just have one last thing to say to yeah. people who uh, still complain. <laughs> Stop. Um,
2: <laughs> Any first. No. Hey,
3: your whore that sat for three hours to watch a product that you knew was going to be empty, mm-hmm. and then your whore ass sat there another night and watched. Continue to be a whore, know your position, shut up because you know you're going to watch again on Monday. Mm-hmm. Pretty so much, take this wrestling pick and shut up.
0: Yeah, and and but, but, but did it didn't feel like WrestleMania. And let's be honest here. And I said this. And I said this the week before on the show. I've actually have been saying this since they announced that WrestleMania was going to be on the Performance Center. No matter what, whoever won their matches, granted, Drew won the title, Ron Strowman won the title, uh, Charlotte won the NXT Championship, all these people that won their matches, right, this WrestleMania will always mm-hmm. go down in history as quotations, WrestleMania, and it will always have an asterisk on it. Always, no matter what. It will always have an asterisk on it. Always, no but, it have, it uh, on it. but that, that's what we got Deal with it. If you guys are sitting here complaining, like get
3: over it. Get over. It. Yeah. When I when I when I go to a restaurant and I have a dish and I don't like it, I stop eating. <laughs> stop eating. Wait, wait, Glenn. I don't fucking keep eating and then complain after I ate the shit. Glenn, you mean you
2: don't go back on Monday and order it again, and then go back on Wednesday and order it again, and go back on Friday and order it again? Are you sure?
3: Absolutely not. People, <laughs> Absolutely people, not.
0: people act like they, they're people are forcing them to watch this. You're not forced to watch it. You're the one that's logging into your WWE network that you share with three other people yeah. to watch WrestleMania.
2: So you don't do that because it yeah. usually kills networks. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> Mario got it. Go ahead. What else we got, Mario? <laughs> oh,
0: All right. Um, so Glenn. What impression are you are you working on now? Like, what is it that you're working on right now as we speak? You know, because we have all this time. No in our hands. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm,
0: sorry, uh,
3: I'm still trying to get the Dusty going. Like some some days I have it, some days I don't. But I think it's more of an impersonation of Bruce Pritchard doing Dusty Rhodes more than anything. But
0: it's funny you say that because when even when we were talking privately, and you sent me your Rick Flair. It sounded like Jay Lethal doing Rick Flair.
3: <laughs> I have my moments, man. I have my moments. It's so it's uh, so good though.
0: Anytime you send me an impersonation I, I, I saw the...
3: <laughs> <laughs> Well that sounds like a really good deal. But I think I got a better one. How about I give you the finger and <laughs> not give in my phone call? Uh Mr. Rand You can't scare me with this Gestapo crap. I know my rights. I want my phone call. Mr. Anderson, what good is a phone call if you're unable to speak?
0: That's one of my favorite moments, bro.
3: You
0: know, good. you know what was one of my favorite impersonations? In in per- per- as
3: well. Yeah.
0: <laughs> awesome. Remember when everybody was complaining about Seth Rollins, and I believe you did a Dave Chappelle
3: cutting a promo. Yes, I like. Oh on- yeah, man! Fucking Seth Rollins. I love Seth Rollins. Oh, he sucks. Like all oh, that dumb shit. Yeah, man. People yo man. wrestling fans. shit, bro. You yo, you you
0: you hit the nail in the coffin with that one. I was like, you were sucking them all for five months and all of a
3: sudden he's trash. <laughs>
4: it's
3: like <laughs> it, it makes sense. Girl, I
0: mean, like, us as a wrestling fans, right? And I'm not saying I'm not saying everybody, but the majority. We're our own worst enemy. Yeah, we are. Yeah. And people catch feelings. Yeah. People catch feelings all the time. I personally don't care, but people catch feelings all the time. Right. That's yeah. the world we live in. And and you know what? And taking it away from wrestling, I don't feel like it's just wrestling. I feel like that's just how society is now. You don't like something, I'm going of-
3: to— God forbid if something real transpired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, even, sure. even even with this Corona stuff, you see how many people are like saying like, "Oh, but this is all you're supposed to be doing this oh that's just fake this and fake." It's just, ugh, man. At the end of the day, people are fucking dying. That's the that's the tragedy here.
3: Yep, yep. And you know what? You know what's even more alarming though. There's a lot. I saw an article that was a large percentage. Not to get all oh, melancholy and shit, but it was a large. Percentage of Latinos and Blacks that are that are, that are uh, dying. I saw that, and this is and, and this is something that I've been preaching about for the longest in regards to uh, health and wellness from our our food culture. Our food culture is not the healthiest option. You know, we got foods that you got foods that cause hypertension, high blood pressure, diabetes, cancer, heart attacks, and I get teased every now and again at work. With my food, my food choices. I I don't eat red meat. I don't eat pork. Mm -hmm. Um, I eat chicken and fish from time to time. I'm I'm primarily plant based. They're like, yo, where you get your protein from? Because you're pretty cut up. I'm like, you know, there's protein in legumes, right? There's protein in beans and chickpeas and shit. Like, you got to do your research. And people Mm say, oh, you come to work with this rabbit food. I'm like, yeah, but I don't want to end up in the hospital. And this pandemic, sadly, is exposing their diets. Yes, it is. It's exposing their family health history. Like, people need to do their research on their family health history. My family health history is not the best. It's not the greatest. And that's why I made the necessary changes, so I don't let that continue on. You but, know,
2: But because you know about and it.
3: And it's sad, but it's true. What did
2: you say? I said because you know about it, because you took the time to actually research and find out what the history is on your family. and And a lot of people just say, oh, whatever, it is what it is. Like, yeah, you know, the food is good, but if you put two pounds of lard in it, eh, I don't think you're going to make it to Sunday.
3: Right, right. So it's like, pay attention to your diet before you start bitching about 5G and all this shit. Yeah. Cause like, yeah, you could do your, you could
0: do your yeah, research we, about
3: we, all these theories. I, I read, up on, right, right, I read mm-hmm. up on 5G a year and a half ago. Science, scientists were saying that it's dangerous. Yes, we know this. We should have made a big stink about it when three G came out. We should have made a big stink about Wi Fi. But they're not going to pass. Society's not going to pacify you. You have to do your own research and you have to protect yourself. I started not sleeping next to my cell phone Mm -hmm. because I know that I'm I'm exposed to technology all day long. When am I letting my body reset by getting a break? Because if you sleep next to your cell phone, you're never taking a break from it. No, you're never taking a break from it. Unplug your Wi-Fi, leave your phone in the hallway so you can still hear your alarm if you don't have an electric alarm clock or you can't wake up on your own. And let your body recharge, let your body reset. But it's some all in conjunction get, with healthy eating as well.
0: Some people can't stay away people,
3: from their phone at all, at all. No, and that's a sad reality. It's a sad reality. I love going on vacation. That I, I don't pay for international service when I go on vacation because it's not a vacation. I go on vacation to enjoy my vacation.
4: Oh, dude, take pictures here and there, thing. call
3: loved ones. <laughs> that's it. I don't have to call nobody. I call people back when I when when you know I can. But I'm trying to enjoy. You, hey, Glenn, sure. you don't have to.
0: You don't have to post every two seconds on what you're doing, Glenn. That's what you're telling me. You don't have to take that picture with your feet.
3: On, what's the What's the point of going on vacation if you need
0: your phone nah. all the time? I don't need to know what the fuck are you doing. I don't need to know that. You need to tell
3: people.
2: Hashtag vacation. If I'm
3: having a big get together, if I'm having a big get together, Mm -hmm. I'm going to go somewhere where there's no fucking phone service.
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah, because then you're 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 losing. There's cabins upstate where they have no Wi Fi purposely so you can enjoy nature. People will yep. lose their fucking minds if there was a soul. Yo, you know, how pe- if, there, if there was a solar storm and, mm-hmm. and then that was wiped out like this pandemic, people yeah. will lose their fucking minds, Mario. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree with you 110%. Uh,
2: ask Mario where we went uh, when we went camping. You barely had any service. That was the we best had, weekend we, we ever had. We barely had
0: any service. <laughs> where was that? In uh, Cape May? In Cape May, yeah. We went to Cape May, but we, we you know, we barbecued, we fucking smoked hookah, we drank, we enjoyed... Kids running around, Leo lost his kids for like an hour. That's all, right. <laughs> all right, we found that. No,
3: but, but that's the thing, and it's Shit. funny. Where kids are uh, the kids You see them kids, goddamn, over there. We Some have a bitch. Well, the, the, Fuck the... ass kids. I should have left them back in the city now. I, sh- I should have. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say if I had kids and they were missing. Um, oh, man, I'm a, yo. When I have a kid, I'm gonna have so much fun with my fucking kid. I'm gonna be doing all kinds of voices when I read bedtime stories. <laughs> Those,
2: those are the best ones
3: <laughs> I feel like if I had a kid my kid
0: would hate me I think if I had a kid my kid would hate me <laughs> <laughs> why you say that I'm just like listen he's like dad what are you making to eat I'm like I'm making what I'm making oh but I don't like it well you're going to survive off- <laughs> Oh. Shit.
2: that's why I'm cooking for
0: <laughs> myself this is what I tell people Right? I tell people do you know how to cook? No, I know how to survive. There's a
3: difference. There you go.
0: I know how to survive.
3: Well, you know something? It don't take you much to follow a recipe that you Google. Oh absolutely. Google YouTube.
2: Or or he can call me.
3: Yeah. Or I can call Leo, that's right. <laughs> if you're not busy, shit. No, it took no. Two weeks to do this goddamn podcast. <laughs> <Don't stop. laughs>
2: <laughs> if you know how many, oh, every week I'm pumping out another <laughs> unit. <laughs> Just about, dude. <laughs> All
0: right, Glenn. Tell people where they could find you. Tell them what are you working on next. Uh, I mean, whatever you are working on, because you know, with the times that we're
3: living. Oh. Go ahead. Yo, man. Listen, if I, I understand, everybody's going through what they're going through, but for the creative people who always find an escape when they're going through shit in life. Now's the time to fucking strategize, create, um, reinvent. Um, But even if you're not doing that and you're doing other things to just keep your mind off of it, that's fine. If if you're, if you're in mourning of someone, I understand, but you don't want to be too consumed by it. When I lost my dad, the same day I lost my father in Mexico, the day after my lady's birthday. We were in Mexico. It was our last day in Mexico. I cried for maybe like 10 minutes, and then I went along with my plans throughout the day because I didn't want to be in the room all engulfed in sadness, It's kind of depressing. Yeah. And her birthday party was canceled for Saturday. I told her to put that shit back on. Put that shit back on. I need to be surrounded by loved ones. I need to be surrounded by happiness. And mm-hmm. that, that last day in Mexico, we were in Riviera Maya. We went to Tulum. And there's like a Flintstone-themed gym, mm-hmm. like an outdoor gym. Like There's like wooden plates. There's like stone dumbbells. The shit was dope. The whole concept You working? Are, are you working out with
0: like elephants or something?
3: No, no. No, no. It was completely empty. And, um... She took all my pictures. She was very patient with me. And then I sat by the, I sat, it was raining throughout the whole trip to Tudum. It was raining the entire time, crying in the car. We get there, the fucking sun comes out. No lie. I'm not bullshitting you. The sun comes out. When I finish working out, I'm sitting by the shore and a fucking rainbow comes. Now I'm not one for symbols or, or whatever, mm-hmm. but that told me something. It told me that he, he was doing okay and he wasn't suffering anymore. And Mm -hmm. and if it wasn't for my trip to Tulum, my my eulogy wouldn't have came out the way that it did. It was one of the greatest things I've ever written. And um, I, 10 minutes before I found out that he passed, I'm having breakfast. And we met a group from from Brooklyn out there. And one of the dudes that I was chopping it up with, you know, more frequently, he would say, "Um, you know, I don't always have it like that to go on these vacations with them and I said I'm gonna tell you something I learned from cancer patients who go out and do the things that they want to do or do the things that they love to do with the limited time that they have left you know the, the small amount of time they have remaining why do we wait for things to happen for us to live the lives that we want to live live the life that we want to live do the things we always wanted to do if mm-hmm. rent is paid you've got a little bit of money left over to play around or whatever to do what you want to do, do what you love to do, or do something you always wanted to do and never did it. Do it. Because you can get that money back. but you can't get back is time. And 10 minutes after I told them that, I found out my father passed away. So I already had that notion in my mind. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you know, reality, now it's tenfold for me. So if you guys are going through it at home, you know, everybody has their way. Everybody has their way of mourning. Everybody has their way of dealing with different things but if you don't want to be so consumed with the sadness and you are a creative and there's always something that you like to do, I know there isn't much to do outside of the house right now, but if you are a creative or you got other goals, you have the time now to strategize. So when things do come back to some sort of normalcy, you could proceed with what you already uh, put together during this time. You know, A lot of people say, uh, I don't have time to do this, I don't have time to do that. Most of it is an excuse, but now time has been given to you. So what's your excuse now? Exactly. Right. Time has been given to you, which is rare. So I'll leave you guys with that. Y'all can find me Instagram.com slash Glenn Robert Ford. That's going with two N's.
0: Two N's, two N's.
3: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I hate when people see my. I hate when people see my handle, which says my name in full. Yeah. G-L-E-N-N-F-O-R-D. Well, Robert Ford, and they still spell my name with one N.
0: <laughs> or, or you never got in. Hey, is your name Glenn the Ford. Don't <laughs> <What? laughs> think that uh, the second end is not part of Glenn, and they think like, "Hey, man, that's a creative name, Glenn the 4th <laughs> <Are> you, <laughs> you,
2: you're, you're missing the oh my gosh, the asterisk. But no, and, and you know what? The, those are really nice words there, Glenn. And and I like that. <laughs> I like that you said, you know, how people mourn, uh, because whether we like it or not, when this whole thing is over, we're going to mourn somebody that we know. Yeah. Right, but you're yeah. right, and yeah. and and this is what I told Mario even off the air when we first connected today to do the show. Like, there's no excuse. There's no excuse. Like anything that you want to do, you want to try to do. Like, do it now. Yeah, Netflix yeah, is but, still gonna be there. But, yeah, you know, TV is still gonna be there. HBO, like. Use YouTube for what it's for, for you to learn how to do something, for you to learn. You know what? If I right, put this cable, straight, that take cable, up a class. exactly. Master classes—they're available. Like, do something.
3: Yep. Yo, shit is dirt cheap right now too. Like, um, Photoshop classes, voice acting classes are, are dirt cheap. Yeah. Um, if it a, it's still cheap around payday, I'm gonna <laughs> pay for this. <that> <laughs> 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 but um, but yeah, man. Now now is the time to to, to just. Do some reinvention. I work for New York City Transit. We lost 50, 50 uh, transit workers. Wow. And one of them, which was a friend of mine who got murdered two weeks ago. Wow. It was a, a track driver and a passenger. And he died from a smoke. 36 years old. Uh, he survived try by his know. 10-year-old and his, five, and his five-month-old. Garrett Goble, man. He was a great dude. May he rest in peace. I I I will forever know him as Noble Goble because of he he went out like a hero, Mm -hmm. you know. And it's just um, it's sad what's going on right now. And I'm I'm going back to work to ball. Yeah. Um, I mean I I know my immune system is on point. I I believe in the herbs, and a lot of people think it's mumble jumble. Shit works, man. Shit works. I I know how strong my immune system is, but if I'm asymptomatic, and I'm and let's say God forbid I'm carrying it. Person I'm maybe standing next to may not be able to handle it like me. Yeah. And yeah. I never know who has <laughs> what and, and and I don't I don't see this shit shutting down. I see it getting worse and and it's gonna be a really really sad situation and and the recovery is gonna be man I I can't even imagine. But for the people that are home and and have goals and have aspirations and they are creatives now is the time to just. Take a break away from the sadness and the drama and just focus on other things as well.
0: Yep. Yeah, you said it best, dude. It's not listen, the normal the normalcy that we're used to, we're not gonna get that normal anymore. It's gonna be a new normal whenever that day comes. Yeah. Whatever we're used <clears throat> to, that's not gonna be our normal anymore. It's gonna be a new normal. Things have changed.
3: Yeah. Oh yeah. But I, I I'm glad that Creators have found other ways to entertain and found other ways to inspire people. That's Absolutely. amazing. Like you see, trainers, trainers doing shit on live. You see more business being conducted. Yo, yesterday, I don't know if you saw, but it was one of the greatest moments in hip hop post pandemic. Oh, mm-hmm. RZA Oh Premier. my god! Even that though that RZA, was special.
0: Even though RZA's sound quality was trash,
3: bro. <laughs> He, he, he needs he a sound engineer. This is the first time. Is the first time going on live. I, I don't think I think, know this the first
0: time, I think it. that was the first time he ever used Instagram. To be honest. With you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Dude, yeah. Yeah. It was. It was. I enjoyed it, but I'm not gonna lie to you. Riza premiere sound quality was great, but Riza sound quality sound quality took me a little bit out of the moment, even though I was enjoying the tune. But man, yeah, if you're yeah, a fan of hip hop, definitely yeah. check it out. Definitely check it out.
3: Yeah, it was it was it was beautiful. It was beautiful to see all of those MCs in the chat, black yeah, man You've seen Jada in there, Common, oh man. I even saw Source Money in there. I haven't heard that name in a long time.
0: You know what also you saw like even like uh like club like club accounts. Club accounts were on there too. Like I think I saw Lion Quarters yeah. in
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, stri- strippers were fucking going nuts on IG live.
0: <laughs> I know, like, man. Like,
3: all, like everybody, everybody that has like a career, they're just finding finding new ways to to uh, entertain and and to uplift and inspire. And I, and I think it's uh, I think it's amazing. At least everybody has an, an, another outlet.
2: Well, yep. s- speaking of you know uh, nowadays entertaining, Drake actually broke a record two weeks ago or last week. Uh, on Instagram Live with 315,000 uh, people on it, one live. And Don Miguelo, which is a Spanish-Dominican dude, actually beat that 389. Mm. He does a show at wow. night where people actually join in with him and dance. And, yeah, strippers mm. are going crazy on there, too. But <laughs> 389,000, <000, laughs> that just goes to show you how you're able to move the masses just by entertaining right. with very little. Because if you look at it, hey, it's it's a phone, it's a computer, it's, you know, whatever you're doing it with. It's not much But hey At least yep. you get to entertain And that's why we do this too But it's something Yeah Right That's what it's for Mario
0: Uh Glenn Thanks for fucking Returning to the show man We gotta get Have you back on Somewhere down line again Hopefully right. we'll be In different circumstances
3: Absolutely Absolutely This
0: is your home bro So whenever you wanna come yeah. back You know Just give me a shout And hopefully Leo Won't be busy with the kids
3: <laughs> okay, My man, My <laughs> my pleasure bro my pleasure and there's no pandemic that's gonna stop the nature boy from partying all night long baby
0: all this ride longest ride Woo! <laughs> alright Glenn I love you brother we'll talk bro
3: love you brother
2: take care take care Glenn Man. And and you know what Mario like at the end of the day like this is what it, what it's for. This is what it's about. You know, like stop, stop coming up with excuses. What did I do? Hey, no, I don't. What happened? Oh, you're back on. Okay, um, I think you turn. You keep turning off your camera. Don't turn it off. Yeah. So, and and I think that that's what it's about. You know. Can you hear me, dude? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you.
0: Okay, okay, okay.
2: Um, it's just, hey, if you're stuck, get unstuck. Figure something out. That's basically what we'll...
0: In other words, don't be a fucking job. There you go. <laughs> All right, Leo, what's your plug then?
2: Um, You can follow my new venture, uh, El Pizza Che, or for English people, the piece of shit.
0: I really thought you were going to say something else, and I thought you were going to say PCP.
2: P- PCP? No, was, <laughs> Okay. Anyway, so what I do is I actually sell pre-pizzas, which is basically the sauce and uh, the... Um, the, the 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 bread, uh, you put your own toppings. You can actually follow us at L Pizza Che C H uh, E. Different people are actually coming up with their own uh, concoctions. A lot of people like uh, pineapple on their pizza. Not a fan of it. Just saying.
0: Not a fan of
2: it. Uh, you can also follow us at losradio And if you know somebody that wants to do a podcast or wants to do some type of show and needs some uh, guidance, uh, I am here. I am here. I have time. I can show people. I am all about teaching people and uh, learning. So um that's it that's
0: it all right Enjoy. so i've been doing i've been doing match of the week every time we've been doing the yes. show so the match of the week this week is actually going back to wrestlemania rhea ripley Charlotte flair i just love that match i can only imagine how that match would have been in front of a live crowd but mm-hmm. still it's worth checking out also we tried something different yesterday in our fantasy warfare matches what we did was couples warfare Mm-hmm. So we threw in three couples matches, real-life couples, not fucking work, work couples, it's real-life couples. We threw three matches up there. We got some great traction, so we'll be doing those type of matches every now and then. The three, the new three matches are up right now mm-hmm. in our Instagram and Facebook stories. You can find me at RatedR687. You'll also find Sam, you know, give us some positive love yeah. at Sam Duplex. But make sure you follow us at Lucha Outsiders Everywhere. Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And that's it.
4: That's it.
2: it. I'm actually late for a Zoom call with my boys. Like, one of my boys in North Carolina, the other one's in Florida, the other one's out in Texas. And we're going to get together and talk about shit that we used to do. But it's okay. I enjoy this. That's all we could
0: do. we got to enjoy each other's company Mm -hmm. visually, whether it's on our phones or whether... I don't know, if you still use walkie-talkies or a can with a string on it with the other can up there. I
2: don't know. Yeah, I think it's going to be kind of long to send it all the way down to uh, North Carolina. It'll be a long-ass string. <laughs> Just saying.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I don't think walkie-talkies go that long. No, no, that I, don't so. can... I don't think so. I don't
2: think so. Chris Wren, great show, guys. Glenn was great. Yeah, Glenn's I really awesome.
0: That brother. Also remember him. guys if you miss anything on today's live show on Facebook, the podcast version will drop today or maybe tomorrow morning, depending on Leo. <laughs> have I taken
2: my vitamins, by, so today
0: for to, to the podcast version of the show, I SoundCloud, sound You wanna be fancy you have a podcast tune in La like Mesh at LowsRadio.com, Stitcher, and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast needs. We have a five star cross-class rating. you comments to bury either one of us. So most likely be Leo or maybe me. Sam, maybe me. Me LJB. How many how many more how many more seconds do we have on that outro thing? 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Alright. Uh give me the I guess the nod. Well I don't need to see you on camera.
2: You're good. For cool. what? you so can,
0: you hear can hear do it? the outro. You can hear it, yeah. Okay, here we go. All right. Our Hunky Glam, first thing in the two place. We're the old man Leo. I'm your two miss Rated R, keeper rated R, and stay too free, people. I'm